2: Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our first episode of Cinemania Love-Hate. This is the episode where two people will debate a movie. One person will say why they love it, while the other person uh, will say why they hate it. And at the end of the discourse or discussion, I will choose a winner. So basically like a movie fight... Like a movie debate kind of show that I've always wanted to do, but I'm really excited to get into. So, for t- today's first show, our first movie, I wanted to start off with a bang. I didn't want to just go like, "Oh, the rise of Skywalker" or like "Bohemian Rhapsody" or something. Yeah, but I wanted to. I, I, I think something big.
0: like the rise of skywalker could have been a bang but nah
2: this is like this movie (laughs) yeah this this movie came out in 2016 (laughs) and we're still (laughs) Still going we're still trucking guys are still fighting man
1: i don't (laughs) get it i don't (laughs) get it
2: our two fighters, everyone. Uh, we have Alex from the Cinemania World Team and YouTube. Hello, Alex. What's up? People? And Alex is on the uh, he, Alex is on the blue side, and he will be uh, s- uh, saying reasons why he absolutely hates uh, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. And then on the red side, we have Amanda. Uh Manda will be Manda from the Cinemania World Team and Candid Cinema. She will be saying why she absolutely loves this movie and why Alex is wrong.
1: So
2: oh, really 100%. 100%. <laughs> so I'm really excited. Quick uh, quick notes about Batman v Superman. Uh, this movie is just one of the most controversial, just dislike. I don't even know the words, but just all around movies that people fight about on social media almost 24-7. Movie came out in 2016. It uh, stars Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, Amy Adams, Jesse Eisenberg. Um, uh, it was directed by, of course, uh, unknown director, Zack Snyder. Um, Who is he?
1: I've never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, he's, so, he's, such an, he's such an
0: auteur, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was produced by uh, produced by Warner Brothers, which is also another controversial kind of topic as of right now in 2020. Um, when came I forget which month. Man, you know, do you know what month this movie came out in? Was it like May or something? Uh, yeah. it was March. It was March
0: March 20 okay. March 20th. Yeah. Yep. I knew man. I knew Manda would know. I just knew it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm on the Wikipedia page right now. So, yeah, yeah, so I just um,
2: I guess I don't you're really need like a bio for this movie. You know what it is. You've seen it. You've seen videos. You've seen discussions. You've heard podcasts about this movie. Actually, the the freaking date was right in front of me like an idiot. March 25th. 25th 16 I mean, Did you like, see this in theaters opening weekend? I did. Yeah. Um, I, I watched Yeah, I watched yeah.
1: the pre-screening on the Thursday night. That's okay. how am yeah. I was. And did then I watched IMAX? it and okay. yeah, i Yeah, I went I went AVX uh yeah. like Dolby um for the Thursday pre-screening and then I dragged everyone else to the IMAX on Sunday <laughs> the same yeah. weekend. Yeah. Okay. So So yeah. uh Alex what about you?
0: Yeah, I, I think I saw it uh, the same as Manda, where it was uh, the Thursday. I don't think it was. I don't think it was IMAX though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hey, fun
2: fact, I didn't know you in 2016. Hello. I know, I know,
0: <laughs> crazy, right? Um, yeah, and then I saw it. Walked out. It was. It was a. I remember it was like a busy like uh, spring night too. Like just in my neighborhood, like everywhere was packed, like restaurants and everywhere. So I was going around like telling everybody, "Yeah, don't see it. It sucks." And then I remember, uh, I, I think, I don't
2: know. I feel like that's not how you, because I remember coming out of <laughs> no, I know, BBS. I, I was like, you know how over time when you start not to like a movie, I yeah. still came out of BBS, like, because you remember me, you and I were together for Justice League, and I came oh, yeah. out and they like, dude, it wasn't that bad. I know. Like, yeah. Man, yeah. horrible. And I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> BBS but, uh, was the same thing. I was like, ah, good. Batman yeah. was
0: great. And then I remember, I'm
2: like, ah, oh, hey,
0: <laughs> yeah but then then i remember i think it was my brother wanted to see it so i forget if it was like that same weekend or if it was the weekend after he dragged me to go see it and i was just like oh all
2: right well listen the movie came out march 25th 2016 uh opened up to a massive 166 million opened in four thousand plus theaters then um worldwide at, at the end of its run it went on to make 872 million Cajones in the Mm -hmm. box office. Um, Some people deem that as a failure. I just baffled, but um, I don't think it is at all. Um, I think I don't don't think it's because I don't don't think think it's a failure. I just think it's
0: a disappointment.
2: People do that because um, because it's a if it it doesn't break a billion, then it's a disappointment. I don't get why. Eight seventy two is real good, but um, I guess I I can understand the argument that okay, you have two of like the biggest most pop culture icons going at each other. The movie should have like i don't know made more than like a I don't know what's a movie that did really well around this number uh because this is 166 i think this is how much captain marvel made i think it's opening weekend. Yeah, unfortunately and i know, I, know. I, <laughs> I um but i uh when, when bbs was coming out i was somebody who was like dude like we was gonna open up to like 200 million or something yeah captain marvel did like 10 million dollars less like opened to 153 so, um, yeah, so I, I, guess maybe that's why, but I never really saw it that way. Um, listen, I'm not going to give, at the end of the show, after I've heard the arguments and the debates of both Alex and Amanda, um, I will decide a winner and it'll be completely unbiased if you guys have heard the podcast You've heard that. The only thing I like about BVS is Batman, all everything except for the killing. But I'm sure Amanda will tell me why. That's okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, the only thing I love—that's the only thing I love about BVS. The warehouse scene is one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Um, uh, yeah, Wonder Woman is great, and so everyone knows how I feel. Like I'm not a big fan of BVS. Right. But I think it, I, I do think it's overhated. Like over Like you listen, it's not up there with the worst comic book movie at all it's not up there it's not even close to a daredevil or a Catwoman or a justice league or like anything it's just not close at all so um yeah i think i if, if i had to, if you had to if i had a gun to my head right now you wow what are you think about bbs i'd be like it's okay i think it's fine I, but i do think there's a lot of things that don't go too well, but at the end of this show, maybe I will lean more towards manda's argument, and maybe I'll, or maybe I'll lean more towards Alex's argument in choosing the winner. So I just want to want to let everyone, I want everyone to know that uh, no matter how I feel about these movies, it's all about how both of the fighters kind of kind of um, display their arguments. So I'm really excited to get into it. With that being said. The show is called Love, Hate, Not Hate, Love. So it's only fair for Amanda to start first. Um, <laughs> Amanda, why don't you give a a, a well-thought-out speech or approach as to why you love this movie and why everyone else is bullshit. Go on. <laughs> is okay.
1: So we're going to spread love here, okay, because everyone continuously trashes this movie And there are so many other comic book films that have come out after BVS that haven't been that great, to be perfectly honest. So the fact that this film is living in people's minds rent-free five, I think, yeah, it's five years later now, is unbelievable to me. So I will say that when I went to go watch the theatrical version, Mm -hmm. and I was in that seat, and that ending was incredibly bittersweet for me Mm -hmm. so after watching this film um thursday pre-screening the more i talked about it with people afterwards the more i liked it the more i wanted to know why zach made these choices and then afterwards they announced the ultimate edition so the theatrical versus the ultimate edition they're very different films because of its editing and i will say Time and time again, that the editing is the most important aspect of BBS. Um, and that's why the Ultimate Edition, which was released in June of that year, makes the film so much better. So I'm going to be talking about the Ultimate Edition and not the theatrical edition. And everyone knows that I'm right in regards to the editing in the Ultimate Edition. The theatrical does not exist. Because again, Warner Brothers tends to meddle with um, the director's vision. They yeah. used to. Hopefully, that actually, it's not hopefully that they changed because look what happened with HBO Max. So they're not learning from their mistakes, clearly.
2: Even Kathy answered the same thing about BV. About, I love Birds of Prey, but she even said it yeah. had some stuff to do with that, too. So, Oops.
1: yeah. Yeah, like they keep doing it, which I don't understand. Um, but yeah, the reason why BVS means so much to me is because I finally uh, fell in love with a Batman that I could fully get behind. So when Ben Affleck uh, stood uh, stood, came out of that helicopter in the opening scene, I didn't see Ben Affleck. And then that's when you know that that role was meant for that person. I saw Bruce Wayne and I think that's the most important thing for me because I didn't really dig Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne, and I didn't really like his Batman either the way Nolan um uh pictured him in that world. So wow. seeing Ben Affleck, yeah, it's a shocker, guys. I'm sorry. No, no, scared. I agree.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I agree.
1: Yeah, because not many people actually, you know, say that they're always up the dark knights, but and you know, it's not, you know, typical Batman for my for my liking. So uh, Batfleck was a huge reason as to why BVS, um, captured me and interested me because he brought in a totally different Batman that we haven't seen before, you know? And I think that was a driving force of this film and we still didn't get enough of him. And that's just makes me sad about the entire Batfleck discourse post, uh, BVS, right? So that was great and then Zach Zach Snyder is a fantastic director because he pays such close attention to detail and the people that say that he doesn't give a shit about the uh, the comic books and the source material I think you guys all need to go watch Man of Steel as well just to like just to understand how much um, thought that he put into those films and how much um, how much he wants to put a mirror up to society within these films, especially with BVS. As people have said, especially over a comic book debate, it's more of an immigrant story with Superman, how they alienated him within uh, within the States. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, and people have said it time and time again that it is an immigrant story. And they're using Superman as a symbol. And I think in BVS, with the symbolism that Superman is and always has been, is the fact that he represents society. He represents what's going on currently in the world. And right now our world is pretty shit. hasn't changed in five years, to be perfectly honest. So why are we going to get a happy Superman? Why are we going to get a 70s version of the Boy Scout when the world does not resemble or reflect that at all? So the thing with Zach is that, yeah, it's dark, it's gritty, it's you know, it's, it's very, um, how can I put this? It's very thought provoking, because after watching BVS, you're kind of sitting there like, yeah, the world is to shit. But this is how, you know, Superman overcomes that, even though he does die, but he sacrifices himself. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, I'm so sorry. Um, (laughs) He does die, but he sacrifices himself, you know, and then we're presented with with a broody Bruce Wayne that just thinks for himself. And then at the end of it, he's a completely changed man after Superman's sacrifice. So you see that there's still hope and there's a little bit of um, hope at the end of BVS, even though it's so bittersweet, that ending. So I think that for that reason, even though it's really dark and it ends on a death, I think that it presents so many wonderful things about who Superman is and his legacy. And I think the timing um, was really important as well. I'm kind of rambling right now but no, good, no, no. Like anything it's that's good. coming to mind. So sorry, guys. You have it's a good. you have a full <laughs> slate. This is
2: your your time, it's uninter- uninterrupted. So I can't say anything yet until until it becomes a true. debate debate debate. Yes, Go ahead. This
1: is true. And another thing, I also think that they set up the Justice League pretty well. Just because of the way that they set up the files and the decryption from Lex Luthor and and Gal. And, Gal, and Wonder Woman finding it, and then like Bruce and Wonder Woman having that kind of uh, email connection which, which I found really cute. Um, and then like Diana being able to find the other metahumans as well. I thought it was really great, considering that Justice League was going to be next, and we got a shitty version of that. But 2021 will just restore our faith in everything. Um, so I did think that was a good uh, way to bring in the Justice League. Really subtle; you didn't really need to do that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Wonder Woman coming in—that scene, the score, her just showing up in her armor with you know with Batman and Superman—that shot. Of the Trinity it was pure fan service no matter what anyone else says that shot right there is freaking iconic um, and there's so many great aspects so many things that are taken from the comic books that I think that Zack did incredibly well yes it's a bit long I get it but the Ultimate Edition just does it justice there's so many little tidbits and where the editing places certain scenes it really just boosts everything Um, And the last thing, because I know everyone kind of just dogs on Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor, Um, I thought it was just different. I thought he really just got into the psyche of Lex and he just expressed it in a very different way. And it was amazing to just watch him in this character. Um, And even looking back at other, because I binge watched like other Superman films this year uh, for uh, DC fandom, I just felt like doing it. The other versions of Lex Luthor, they weren't that great, to be perfectly honest. So I don't know what people are like basing it off of, but like that Lex is something that's just so unique to Jesse, and I thought he nailed it. So I'm hoping he come, you know, he comes back and we see him soon. But guys, the BVS Ultimate Edition, it's not that bad of a film. There are some great aspects. It's quality content, and it made me fall in love with Batman. So yeah, it just, God bless Ben Affleck and you know, casting directors, thank God Zach went to go find and handpick the right people for the Justice League as well. But yeah, mm-hmm. BBS is super important and I know it's divisive but that Ultimate Edition guys, get on it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I actually I actually agree about um about I've always praised Warner Brothers and going a different route when it came to casting. Um I really, really like like all most of their casting choices because they could have gone they could have went and got like a UFC fighter to be like Wonder Woman or they could have they could have went and got like a white a straight white blonde haired male to play Aquaman but changing it yeah. up and having Jason Momoa Gal Gadot and 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 Ben Affleck everyone that everyone made fun of his Batman but he's my favorite because when I want to see when I see Batman I want to see like absolute fear and I never got that with any Batman ever and ba- uh, Affleck was like the first one I got that with so mm-hmm. I agree all right awesome so, that being said, Alex, uninterrupted. Now you have to say why you hate you hate um BVS. You got to use actual statements. I will. Okay, just Oh be god. Be <laughs> my ears. I know man is probably Amanda's probably going to mute you and everything, but... I'm going
1: to cry. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: floor is All yours, right. my friend.
0: All right. So, this movie not only frustrates me, it infuriates me and angers me, and I'm gonna kind of bring in Man of Steel here because I'm always on and off with Man of Steel. It's never a movie that I I don't even want to say that I definitely like. I'm 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 either mixed or I hate it, and I go back and forth between it because a lot of why I hate Superman in this movie has to deal with Man of Steel. Um, I just like I I understand that we can't have the same. Characterisa- uh, characterization of Superman that we've had in the past, but you also have to respect the character. Him jumping over a LexCorp truck and Man of Steel—that is not Superman to me. Like,
2: <laughs> I, knew, I knew you was going to bring that up, but go ahead. Yeah,
0: like, um, and then also like, uh, wait, wait, hold on, I lost my train of thought here. Um, yeah, like he would he would have just stopped that. Uh, he would have stopped that LexCorp truck. I also. I also just—he doesn't act like Superman. Like in the whole sequence in the uh, in the courtroom, where the courtroom blows up. Like I, is that when um, is that when the guy from uh, Wayne Enterprises is there that uh, lost his legs? Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I
0: hate I hate how Superman acts in that scene because like I get it, the defense is oh he didn't see the bomb, he can't see through lead, but the bomb the bomb literally goes off, and six seconds later he's still just standing there, like, he's, he doesn't really do anything heroic for me in, in both this and Man of Steel, like, he just, he's not that symbol of hope, like, he's not going around saving people, the, to me, the only person he really cares about in the, in these movies, and this one especially, is Lois, I mean, evidenced by the opening, one of the opening scenes, or towards the beginning, where she's where are they Iraq? She's like kidnapped in like Iraq or something. And that guy's held holds her hostage. He just flies at the guy and he kills him. I'm like, Superman does not kill people. Like, that's not the Superman I know. And then
2: just a back injury. Come on. (laughs)
0: Um, and then, and then what really bothered me too, was like, um, they had there, it seemed like they were just bringing in like people from like television. Like there, there were a couple act, there was one actor from Smallville that was in Man of Steel. And then there was another actor the guy that played Jimmy Olsen was also in Smallville, but like Jimmy Olsen wasn't like Jimmy Olsen. He was just like some dude who seemed like he was working for the CIA, and then he gets taken out. My my biggest problem with this movie is honestly um, the reason why Batman and Superman fight, and the reason why they stop fighting. Like the entire reason they fight is because. Like I'm sorry, I'm calling Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Pipsqueak. Um, so I I just don't like him. But like but like he sets it up he sets it up to fight because he's like oh I want like God versus like man or something. But then you realize it's it's like nope it's a huge misunderstanding. And then oh we're gonna stop fighting because both our names are both our mothers names are Martha, which leads into yes the best sequence in the movie. But I also think that movie mo- movies do this a lot. They throw in all these awesome scenes to trick people into liking it. I kind of feel like in a way, I kind of feel like there was like that, that trench scene in wonder woman. I'm like, I feel like I like wonder woman, but like, it's kind of gone down in quality as I've rewatched it a couple times. So I'm just, I I, I sit there every time I watch it. I'm like, yeah, the, the no man's land scene. I'm like, yeah, it's a cool scene, but it's like, it's that doesn't make the movie great. You know, like, like the Batman scene, the Batman fight in the warehouse. Like, yeah, it's, cool but it also doesn't make the movie great and then i also needed i needed more of a like if you're gonna have batman kill people i needed something more like i didn't need to be spoon fed exactly why he was killing people but like just kind of like a subtle hint like like him talking with like alfred being like oh hey bruce maybe you're going a little bit too far and then and then batman being like no you know you know what he did like he 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 basically murdered him and be like okay then i get it like you broke you broke you sent batman to the edge of sanity and you broke it but like for me it's just i can't watch batman going around machine gunning people with and then like just have like a shot of uh robin's robin's armor being like uh yeah ha 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 jokes on you like that's not enough for me to explain why he's doing what he's doing and then the other thing with batman that i don't like is that not only is he killing people but he's also branding people that, like, that have escaped justice so that the cops know which one, which ones of them to kill. So I'm like, not only is he directly killing people, but he's indirectly killing people. I'm like, that's, that's not for me. I mean, Ben Affleck, I mean, prove me wrong. Like, I like Ben Affleck as Batman with the material he was given. I just didn't think it was great material. There's just, for me, there's just too many conveniences too it's like well why is Gotham City right across the bay from Metropolis you know stuff like that and then and then when Lex comes he's talking I don't know who he's talking to but then where does where the hell does he get that random jar of Jolly Ranchers I'm sorry I know it's a nitpick but where the hell he pulled that is he is he a magician (laughs) or something? yeah I also I also didn't go
2: you can go make some you can get some (laughs) Jolly
0: Ranchers where was that jar though Um, I also I also just did not I didn't like Lex honestly like I just I thought Jesse Eisenberg was seriously miscast and then I just feel like he was originally supposed to be Lex Luthor and then like they just got huge backlash and they're and then in the movie it's just like oh no we're we're gonna fix that he's actually Lex Luthor Jr. and that made me mad too because I was like so you're telling me Superman's not even fighting the real Lex luther he's fighting lex's son so i i got i mean it's just not a very memorable movie it's one that i it it betrays its characters honestly like i understand that we need you can't have the same character that you had in like the the christopher reeve movies or the brandon ralph movie but you have to honor the characters and respect the characters from the comics and i just you could, I could tell with this movie, Zack Snyder wanted to make a Batman movie, but he didn't want to include Superman in that movie. But he, it seemed like he was, he just like was forced to. And I think the biggest problem with this too, I'm gonna bring up the email scene for a minute. I'm not huge on that scene because I think it's the way the way we've always equated it, or I've always equated it, is that this is the second the second uh, installment in the DC Extended Universe. It's like if you go from Iron Man to Captain America: Civil War, like you like that email scene just didn't do anything for me. Like I just thought it was a lazy way to connect the universe. I think those heroes needed solo films before they were introduced. I mean, having Wonder Woman in here that was that was fine. Uh, I mean, it's you can kind of compare it to the way Marvel integrated Spider Man into the MCU. I mean that that's fine, but like something like oh like Aquaman like it it, it just it looked kind of hokey honestly to me. Okay. Is that it? Uh, yeah. That's what I got for right now. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um. All right. So. Uh. Okay. So now I, I guess after you guys said your statements, um, I wonder throw it now. You guys can just fight about it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I guess Manda, you can kind of rebuttal to what Alex said just now, and then Alex, you rebuttal to Amanda. You just, you guys. I'm, I'm, gonna, let, I'm gonna let you guys yeah, start and Um. Kick back.
1: um so you made some points and i get i hear where you're coming from Mm -hmm. what what i'm gonna start off with is the fact that there is a conversation between alfred and bruce uh where they discuss his past and um you know seeking justice and delivering justice with the branding they do talk about it they do bring up the fact that they've handled other villains
0: Is that is that in the ultimate cut or is that in the theatrical cut too
1: I feel like it no I think it's in both cuz I remember okay. watching it on the big screen but I guess editing wise the ultimate edition does offer that like a bit in you know in depth I guess yeah. a bit more but they do have that discussion and that's um and that's right before he starts constructing the kryptonite bombs for mm-hmm. Superman. Um, so he does prepare himself and he does understand of uh, where he's gotten to his breaking point. Um, so I think that's, he has his own character development, his own character arc within BVS, which is really interesting because it's the first time out for Batfleck, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I do hear you that there should have been a bit more discussion, but there was like a little bit. And the thing is that Chris Terrio's script, um, he ha- he put a lot of, um, I guess, Easter eggs kind of to what previously happened in Gotham without actually seeing what happened in Gotham as to why Batfleck is the way he is now. Mm-hmm. So I-, I guess like that's, you know that makes it made sense to me considering we didn't have anything previously. And um, I do understand your beef with the way they integrated the Justice League members. I totally get it. Um, But we have to keep in mind that they were going to structure it differently. And I feel like if we got Zach's full vision with the tent pole that he had planned out and the films that he wanted to place in specific areas, I think it would have panned out a bit differently. And that justice league email scene wouldn't have been as messy as people thought it would be. Okay. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, Alex, <laughs> yeah.
0: What's
2: up? Anything anything to say to that, Alex?
0: Um, I, I mean, yeah, it, the, the email scene, I don't think is... I, I mean, I get what you're saying, where it was like, yeah, he was trying to, you know, with the tent pole he had set up. But, I mean, even then, like, I just... I don't... If this was the way that they were going to do it, like, from the beginning, I just don't think it would work. Because it's like, if this is how they're connecting it, like, I mean, I don't... I, mean, I don't know. Like, I would need... I feel like I would need solo films before an actual Justice League film to actually get to know the characters and see what these versions of the characters actually are like instead, instead of just having like that through line where it's like, Oh, Hey, here's an email file about the flash. Here's an email file about, uh, about Aquaman. Here's an email file about cyborg, which by the way, uh, I just want to say, uh, I do really like, uh, even though he's not in this movie, like at all, just that one scene, I do. Mm. I do really like Ray Fisher as cyborg. He was, the, yeah, he was, he was the one thing in like justice league where I was like, okay, like I, if they make a cyborg movie, do it with this yeah. guy. He's great. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of like Alfred, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's been, it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, I mean the ultimate edition, I remember the ultimate edition definitely. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't like either edition, but if I had, <laughs> if I had to pick one, I'd, I'd pick, I'd pick the ultimate edition, mm-hmm. um, I don't even remember that there being a scene with them talking about that. Um, I just, I just honestly remember the the scene where it was, they, they focus on Robin's armor and it just says, haha jokes on you. I was like, okay. I mean, that's something. I don't really even remember them talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of why I, I don't really agree with Batman killing and, all the branding and all that it's just like in plus two with with the killing and stuff i was just the way i put it is it's like i understand that earlier like early on in the comics batman used guns he killed people but then it got to Mm -hmm. a point in the comics i think about like 40 or 50 years ago where he where he actually came up with a moral code where he's like i will only kill somebody where i deem it necessary Mm -hmm. and and it seems like everything from then on just had like just had Batman like drop his guns, like never kill unless he deemed it necessary. I mean, I mean, I I could see where you're coming from, where there is a point that it seems like he he's just broken and he mm-hmm. does deem it necessary to kill. But for me, it it didn't work for me on an emotional level. I didn't really connect with the reason why he was trying to kill. So.
1: No, that's totally fair. And just going back to, like, the whole Justice League setup, I think that because of the way Marvel set everything up, that we're conditioned to think that that's the right way to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's completely understandable where you're like, no, we're going to do, like, five standalones of, like, the big guns and then bring Mm -hmm. them together. And then do another, like, couple separate films, standalones, and then bring them together. So I think that because we're just so used to the way Marvel set their stuff up, Mm -hmm that when we don't see it happening in that way, that we're kind of like, oh, what like, what the F are you guys doing? Like, You're doing it completely wrong because that's just the way it's been for the past like four phases, right? And then I think about it, and it's the fact that when you have Man of Steel, you have BVS, Ultimate Edition, you have Justice League, those three films were supposed to be Superman's trilogy.
2: Yeah.
1: And Zack had said that on multiple occasions. So I think that if we look at it, as a Superman trilogy and not the fact that they're setting up for the justice league. I think that it would have just been, it's a totally different approach to how you want to perceive it in that way. But I do understand the case where it was messy, but at the same time, like that wasn't the intention to kind of set it up within that film because it was a Superman trilogy and it's still, yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
2: I think that's a, um, no, I'm sorry for interrupting. that, that Great point. I've actually said that for a long period of time. That I don't think all people realize that just because Marvel did it this this certain way doesn't mean this is how it should be. I did say on a couple of shows ago that it would make sense if you do the standalones, but I think you could do what they did. It's just all about execution. Yeah. This comes for me. This is a Warner Brothers issue rather than Zack uh, yeah. Snyder's movie. Yeah. Like yeah. because I think you could do this. Me personally, I would at least have wanted a Batman movie, a movie to like really, to really, really hone in why he's pissed off. That's why that's the, that's one of the reasons why I absolutely love the opening to to uh, BBS as far as yeah. Batman running into the cloud because it symbolizes so much as far as like. Batman is running to the danger to try to help people while everyone's running away from it to like you know to evade it all. I love all that. It's done really really well, but I think at least I feel like that would have been a great opening to the Batman movie of like Zack Snyder's The Batman or something right. like that and yeah. then you get into a whole movie where he's maybe he's fighting a few villains, but the main core his goal is to get to that BBS. I think at least the Batman movie before yeah. bbs would have been great like right after man of steel and then oh, you well go to right. bbs and then even you go to you go to justice league why not but it's always it's always about it's always about the execution and how I you think, come out of it. I, because I, you I, cannot I, yeah. um to me at least this is not adding to the discussion it mm-hmm. just feels really weird for you to go from like bbs to like a suicide squad and i'm yeah. like suicide squad like you know you just introduced yeah all yeah. these new characters and whatnot and the suicide squad has nothing to do as of right now with the justice league you know mm-hmm. um
1: and, I, and then i
2: feel like and then after like after after bbs i think it should have been like you get right into wonder woman you get right yeah. into the flash you get right yeah. into these other people and then you do the um and then you even or if you want to do justice league before uh or i mean after bbs you do justice league with a, a better movie um, and then you do the other single movies right after, even after, um, the, the, the mess that that movie was, we still had like random characters coming out of nowhere. Like I love me, my birds of prey, but like, I don't know. I don't understand. I never understood how you got a BOP before like flash and cyborg and all these other characters. So, um, I definitely can understand exactly where I'm uh, it's coming from as far as that was a great point as far as, uh, just because Marvel did it this way, doesn't mean they had to, they had to do it that way. yeah. Um, and whatnot but Alex you were gonna say something go ahead
0: yeah I mean I was I was gonna kind of like agree with what you were saying like I mean it doesn't necessarily have to be done that way I guess I guess my whole thing is like just the execution of that Mm -hmm. scene was just it just didn't it didn't feel right like and like I said I mean I'm I'm perfectly fine with the integration of Wonder Woman in in this movie like I think that that I think she's honestly like for me like the one other than like Ben Affleck maybe not the character of Batman himself but Ben Affleck Mm -hmm. um him and her like i mean they're probably like the two of the positives that i have for this movie and that awesome fight scene but that doesn't yeah. it, that doesn't sway my opinion on the movie um in terms of what amanda was saying with like like man of steel this justice league were supposed to be the superman trilogy like i understand that but i never felt that because even with man of steel i feel like I feel like Superman Man of Steel, I didn't really, un... I didn't really get to know Superman in this movie. I feel like he's barely in the movie. Like he only has about like 53 lines of dialogue, which is why I was saying, I feel like Zack Snyder set out to make more of a Batman movie than he did Superman. Cause I feel like the focus is a lot more on Batman in this movie. Like I feel like Superman just kind of takes a back seat, And then when they fight Doomsday at the end, I'm just like, this just. It 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 just feels like a very sudden, rushed adaptation of the death of Superman, where it's just it just kind of comes out of nowhere, and that whole creation with Doomsday just doesn't really make all that much sense to me. It's like, well, it, how does Lex know that the blood of a crypt, like a another what do you call him crypt, Kryptonian? Uh, mm-hmm. How does he know that like the blood of a Kryptonian is gonna like I forget what the what the exact plot was. I don't think it was like to create Doomsday, but. it ended up up creating doomsday i'm like whatever he was trying to do i was like how does he know that that's gonna do exactly what he wants to do and then it just felt like it just felt like with that it was just shoved into the movie and then again like i said i feel like they just rushed the death of superman so quick and then Mm -hmm. it was like we were it seemed like we were just starting to get to know this superman right when that happened and
1: then Mm -hmm. boom he's
0: dead
2: okay okay i understand Uh, i mean i have a question but do you have a do you have a response to that
1: uh no i mean we've said it like before as well so i completely understand what he's saying i do yeah yeah. yeah.
2: okay so um my question now getting into the um because uh we're at 37 minutes so i think Maybe we'll see. Maybe we can round this up in about an hour, see how how everything else goes. But um, my my next question is going to be a switch up, actually, Uh, since uh, you guys are both doing uh, Amanda's doing uh, Love and then Alex is doing Hate. I want to hear something. Uh, Alex, you like about the movie and then I want to hear something that Amanda dislikes about the movie. <laughs> so um, so now, yeah, let's let's switch it up. So Alex, why don't you go first? Name something that you like and there is something that you, there's something yeah. that's
0: good yeah. and I don't want to hear, ah, it's all fucking yeah. terrible. No, it's not. No, right? no. Yeah, I, no, um, yeah I, The one, like I said, I mean, Ben Affleck and uh, Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman in general, but I mean, other than that, uh, I mean, the one scene that I mean, I'm not gonna watch the movie again just because of the scene, but I'll just YouTube, I'll YouTube it. But but the one scene that I do think is legitimately cool is the warehouse fight. Um, I Maybe mean, watch that
2: shit on 4K. It's amazing. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: I mean, I mean, it it see like that's like my that's for me like what I felt like Zack Snyder was trying to do with like with this movie like he knew like what he wanted to do with batman with this movie and i felt like that scene was a perfect example as to what he wanted to do it feels sort of like a fan film but like at the same time i'm like this is like if it if it was a fan film i'm like that's a damn good fan film uh (laughs) uh, and i mean i don't i don't have so much of a problem in that scene with like batman like I don't know why. It's weird. It's a weird conundrum for me. Like, I have a problem with him machine gunning people, but then, like, he, I guess, like, he's just kind of, like, incapacitating them in the scene. He's not necessarily killing them, but, I mean, the courtyard.
1: Choreograph-
2: no, there's a guy. No, the guy who went through the wall, he's done for. Oh, that's yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. He's definitely dead. Yeah, he's definitely dead. <laughs> I, I
0: forgot about that guy. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I think I think that's the most well film scene in the movie. I think it's. I think the stunt work in that scene is great. The choreography is great. Uh, it it gives a, it gives us a showcase of what could have been with Ben Affleck. Uh, it's it's definitely the one scene of the movie I'll defend.
2: Okay, listen. I like I said before, I know this is not my fight, but everything that he does with Batman besides that one uh, the one critical thing, I absolutely love. Even in the beginning when they kind of set up set up his Batman and mm-hmm. like every and they go into that little like I don't forget what like apartment or whatever, and all the people are like scared and then they're like, looking up and then Batman's like in the corner and the guy's branded. I'm like this is awesome. I, I actually, like, yeah. I, actually I, like, oh, go
0: ahead. I actually do have something else that I somewhat like, not fully like, uh, and it's part, part of the Ultimate Edition, um, the idea that we actually get to see Clark Kent do some investigative reporting.
1: Yeah! Uh, yeah,
0: I was, I was like, because I, I watched that, when I watched the Ultimate Cut, I was like, where was this the past, like, hour, <laughs> hour and a half, and all, well, I mean, Man of Steel, he's, he becomes a reporter at the end, but I was like, where was this the past hour and a half? Like, I yeah. Like, I, I like exploring that aspect, of superman as well which i mean which is why i think that the tv show smallville did so well was that it Mm -hmm. like obviously like that was the build-up to him becoming superman but it also showed like oh hey like here's where you use your powers here's where you don't use your powers um and then oh here's like here's how you got your job at the daily planet and then the last three seasons of that show doing a lot of investigative reporting so i saw that and like I, I was I wasn't huge on like the actual like plot of that, but then I, but I saw it and I was like, oh, he's actually doing some investigative
1: reporting. I like yeah. that.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Manda, let's go to you. What's something that you don't like that you don't like about the movie?
1: Oh God, it's so hard <laughs> to say something that I hate about it, but <laughs> like I lo- I loved everything about it. I can't really I don't know maybe like the runtime. I don't know what I can say, but I think that my peeve out of all of this is that we, we just not going to get Bafleck to full potential. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair enough to say that they didn't really explore that much of Batfleck. Um He still had a good like character arc, but I, I guess I just wanted more of him. And this applies to like the entire DCU that we're just not going to get him in a full fledged standalone, which just hurts my heart because mm-hmm. I think, I really think he deserves it more than anyone um, even though, like, there's so much hatred surrounding his version of Batpluck. Um, and I do think, actually, you know what? The one thing that I will say that I dislike about BVS is the controversy that surrounded it. I think that's also fair yeah. to say because it's really hard for me to think of something that I disliked about it other than the runtime. Because mm-hmm. um, I've I sat through The Irishman like six times, so I can't really complain. He <laughs> still remember. hasn't watched that.
2: I, I saw the I saw the Irishman yeah. only oh, once though, yeah. Only once, was.
1: not yeah. like yeah. me who wastes three and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. The controversy was really hard to stomach because I think that we can all agree that if you love something so much and then yeah. you see it constantly being butchered day in oh, and day out cute. for years, it kind of just leaves such like such a damper, like such a dark cloud on the film itself. Um, so I think that that's the one thing that I dislike the most about BBS is the controversy that surrounded it for sure.
2: Okay. Yeah, see, I can understand that. I know Alex can too, because he's gonna have to defend uh the Rise of Skywalker and yep. stuff. And yep. this movie that I'm gonna wanna defend too, that yeah. you just see so much hatred over. Yeah, and I'm just too. Like, <laughs> no, I don't I don't love it. I just think no. it's overhated. But um <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, so I I, I I can understand I can understand that as far as um that goes. All right, my last the last point I want to do is I want to go into uh, final kind of statements on uh, the movies. Um, you know, Alex, you give one big uh, okay, I guess this is this is my deciding fact. This is my deciding statement on who takes the W. Um, but I what I will say as of right now is that listen, I was expecting a fight. I think this has been has been a very well discussion on the movie yeah. um, from seeing both sides. So I actually might change the format of this show to kind of hear both sides of people, why people, why someone, you know, I has think, different, yeah, different I, I opinions. Because I, I, I was be like, ah, oh, screw you, but like, hey, we didn't yeah. get we didn't get any of that, yeah. and I'm, I it was
1: really chill and civil, yeah. and I respect yeah. that.
2: Yeah. I'm very happy for that. Yeah. So I think I might. Yeah. I think I might change yeah. the format of yeah. the show instead of calling it like big fights. We're gonna have yeah. like creative right.
0: discussions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah. especially too, where it's like, I mean, where I would defend the rise of Skywalker, but I would be like, be like, yeah, I can also acknowledge the flaws that movie has. You know, so yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. Next. So um, all right. With that being said. Prince Manda said her first statement. She started off the show of saying why she loved it. Alex, I'll start with you now as to give your final, uh, final piece on Batman v Superman.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I, uh, like I said in the opening, like I just, I didn't connect with either Batman or Superman. Like I just, I'm, I'm all for new versions of the characters. I mean, we had Man of Steel before this. I didn't like that version of Superman. I just I felt it was a disrespect to the character of Superman. I didn't like this version of Batman. And a lot of that could be because, you know, I've seen so much that I'm used to that maybe I can't adjust to it. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, one, one scene that I like in the movie isn't going to make me love the movie. I still think it has a lot of flaws. I don't like Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. I think there's way too many conveniences and the whole kryptonite bomb thing. Just, it's... <laughs> It's just uh, what is it a MacGuffin? Like oh, we need this kryptonite spear. We got to throw it away now. Oh wait, five minutes later. Oh, we need it back now. We got to have Lois go get it. Um, I that type of stuff. I I mean I just, I needed more reasoning behind why they stopped fighting. Like if I didn't I didn't need them to stop fighting. Because, like if you're gonna have them stop fighting because they're both their mothers' names are Martha, there needs to be more of a reason. And I just didn't like. After the warehouse scene, I just didn't like how when Batman, I should have mentioned this before, but I didn't like how Batman saved Martha Kent and he's like, I'm a friend of your son's. I, I was like, not really. Like, you just stopped fighting him five minutes ago. Like, you you don't really know him all that. I, f- I feel like I don't really know these characters and I feel like for a movie called Batman versus Superman, I didn't get a lot of Superman. I didn't get a lot of Superman uh, for mm-hmm. sure. And then I just feel like there was stuff like doomsday shoehorned in. It just felt like there just felt like they were trying to adapt way too many comic book storylines all into a two and a half hour movie, or in the case of the ultimate edition a three, a three hour movie. Uh, and it just, it felt too cluttered, too crammed. There's just the characterization of Superman. I mean, it carries over from the last one just pisses me off. Uh, I don't, I don't like Lex Luthor in this movie. Um, yeah, it's it. Also, just kind of looking at it as like I get the graphic novel feel, but I don't think everything has to look like a graphic novel as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, that's just my my thoughts, you know.
2: All right, um, fair enough. I will go to Amanda. What's your final yeah, thought, yes.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, That was totally fair, everything you said. Um, Especially the Martha scene, which I completely disagree with. Um, I do think that it shows the humanity in Superman. And I think that's what Zach wanted to do with that scene. I think that's what Chris Terrio wanted to do with the script, is the fact that Bruce was so attached to his mom. Um, And we saw that in the nightmare that he had when he went to... um, went to go visit the grave and that monstrous beast came out and scares. it scares the living daylights out of me every single time I watch it. I know it's coming too, which bothers me, but it still scares me. And um, I just think that It's the human connection between Superman and Batman. And I think it's more of a bonding moment, even though it is like five seconds, as you said, like Mm. how can they be friends after that? But I think because of the love shared, like a mother's love, I thought that was really special. And that's something that you don't really explore in other superhero films that I've noticed. Like it's more of like... um, Especially with DC, I've noticed that it's either a mother or a father. Mm-hmm. There, there's like a connection to it. Like obviously, like soups even with um, even with his dad. Like that's that's such a strong connection that you'd see in the Ultimate Edition that he went to the mountain to kind of um, like get away and kind of think about what's you know what he's doing with his life essentially and the way the media is perceiving him. He goes to talk to his father. So I think having those familial connections. Really, it's the center of each story if you really look at it, and the fact that Martha is that Martha scene is what broke that. Um, I think it's really important in that case, maybe because I have such an attachment to like my parents as well. So, to see that kind of be the thing to break it, uh, is something really powerful, too, right? And we're putting that into the universe, right? We're putting you know, like parents' love for their children, like, we're putting that out there, and the child's love with their parents like that's something that can give you hope as well right so i think that it's a beautiful sentiment in that case and that's why the martha scene is really important to show the humanity there mm-hmm. um but yeah bvs is it's something that's so divisive but it can be so heartfelt for people to like to have that connection to have those characters resonate with them because they saw a different version of them on screen and other people may not you know, may not like it just like Alex doesn't like it, which they're all valid points um, because we all have different perceptions of these characters. Um, but yeah, it, the one thing I will say is that the BBS ultimate edition is something that you should watch if you haven't seen it. Cause the theatrical just doesn't do it justice. And there's little tidbits that are added. I do think that Zack Snyder is amazing when it comes to fight choreography like Mm -hmm. the freaking warehouse scene and the big gladiator match that they had um it's amazing just for that and to watch it on an imax screen is something that won't be taken away from any of us if you did watch it in imax i thought it was amazing so Mm -hmm. zach does have an eye to make things like really massive and to create this massive world which is completely fictional like it's not real Mm -hmm. whereas like not that i'm gonna put marvel down in this case but Marvel takes place in like New York City. Like, all the Spider Man films are like in New York City. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's very local, whereas you can't really make it as big as it would be for Gotham City or different or unique in like the the design of the actual city, if that makes any sense. And what I'm saying, like, if you go to other planets in the Marvel universe, I understand that, like, that's not what I'm saying. But when it's like contained to a specific city, I think that Zach just like created this freaking universe that was like so big to have in order to have this gladiator match, You know what I mean? So it's even if you don't want to pay attention to the actual story and to watch these fun, um, beautifully choreographed scenes, there is YouTube for that. I'm not saying it's not, but guys, you're still watching it. You're still watching it because of the warehouse scene or whatever scene you go on YouTube for. Guess what? You still enjoy that little piece. So it doesn't matter which aspects you love or hate about BVS, it's still such a huge cultural phenomenon that people are talking about it five years later. So yeah, that's how I'm going to end on (laughs) it's fair
2: whether whether negative or bad like if you go back to other superhero films that came out when this came out this one is still up there right up there in the conversations i mean occasionally you'll see in a conversation about civil war but like this film is right up there with the conversation of this easily would cause like a, a complete big conversation if you if you if you're out with friends and you have one half who doesn't like it and the other half who loves it. So I, I that's true.
0: I got yeah, I, I got I got one nitpick. That that, <laughs> that that scene with uh when Kevin Costner is on the mountain. What was up with his voice?
1: I don't um, know actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit I don't know.
0: He put on like he put on like a random like southern accent. I'm like where did this come from?
2: Um yeah, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Quite frankly, I watched the Ultimate Edition once. Um, yeah. That I have – listen, I own BVS. I own both editions on a, a really nice steelbook. I'm actually quite proud of it um, and whatnot. So I actually do kind of want to rewatch to kind of just listen to see you guys' points. All right, so with that being said, I, w- going into this, what I was going to do – is that i was gonna do a thing where i choose a winner and i got i choose which who had the most points i mean who had the most like like valid points as far as stuff like that, or just, um, you know, who made the better statement. And I, I don't think I'm going to do that just because I think you guys have proven a contra this, this bit, this massive of a controversial movie. Uh, you can sit down with someone who doesn't like it or someone who loves it and have a civil discussion. And yeah, I'm, I, I'm actually really proud yeah. of this episode as of right now. So I think, I think I'm not going to do that format of like, Oh, who won or who lost maybe for like the hot, episodes where people actually do yell at each other. <laughs> so I mean, those I, I,
0: I, I'm surprised I showed as much restraint as I did.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm yeah, honestly I'm- same. <laughs> every time I, every time I said something, I was sitting here waiting for, you know, like when two of your friends are fighting and you're like, Oh my God, she's going to, and she's just like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, you know why?
1: You know why? Because I fought for this movie when it first came out. And then the year after and then the year after, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just, just listen now and yeah. be like, uh-huh. And then I'm gonna just lay down the facts type of thing. So it's a different approach instead of just like ah, twenty four seven.
2: Now you're just like you just like the like the guy in the corner just watching all of it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. so. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I'm I'm really proud of how this went, and what I think this was very, 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 very good. Um, I think I I see a lot from both sides. I agree with both sides because I'm not I don't hate this movie. I um I don't love this movie. I'm right there in the middle. Um, I get the bad and I get the good. Um, but I do I do have some notes. I took some notes while y'all was spitting spitting facts.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so. I never saw it in this I never saw it in this light, but I really liked Manda's point on why Superman is dark. Why 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 the hell would he would he be happy with, with how crazy this world is? I like that. And I was like, Oh, that's true. I can't imagine a Superman coming down. Can you imagine? Superman in twenty twenty, he's she drops down and fuck. He's like, dude, what is this? <laughs> this is the disaster <laughs> This is not incredible- what I imagine. Like, this is not this is not what mother told me mother told me I was nice down here um, just, so I completely I was like oh that's a great point so um, if, if I was given like points I would I would, I would have that as a point for Manda um, that, that was a great kind of point um, Manda's point also was very good on making a universe because uh, making a cinematic universe you don't ha- even though it's been very successful as far as um, Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, you don't have to set your universe your, univ- your universe up that way. I, I, agree with that because, um, I wrote a script like 2 years ago about a superhero and I was launching a a, a universe in that script and it kind of it kind of was a script where you have a bunch of people in it but um the universe kind of spawns off of that one movie so I 100% agree mm. with Manda's point right there as far as um kind of going back and Alex saying oh you know we should have had a solo film. I mean you you can make that a, you can make that point because mm-hmm. as of right now the solo films work but um yeah I I, I think that was a great point I liked Alex's point on uh, Superman not doing much heroics. Um, I get it, and Man of Steel's a Great point to that. Um, I, I can hear all the arguments in the world. You will never convince me as to why Superman did not take Zod out of this city and beat his ass there. But they kind of fixed that in BVS where they brought where they brought uh, what's his face to the to all like that empty lot or whatever. So, but Alex did have a great point right there. And the Batman killing. I'm sorry, man. It's just it's just it's just legit. Um, Manda's point on what people would base Luther uh, Lex Luthor off of. Great point because not every iteration has been good. Um and I'm trying to and I guess that's a great I never what? I never saw it in, I, <laughs> yeah. I, never, I never I never saw it in in that light as far as uh I don't know when she said I don't know what people were really basing his performance off of because it's true what? I personally just didn't like his performance I just thought yeah it was, I, think, mm-hmm, I, think, I think that's
0: what what a great point said,
2: yeah. she made a great point as far as like I don't understand what people are you know what people kind of base his performance off. um alex's point with jesse eisenberg and his reasons yes it's just why are you doing this for what you know what i mean like who hurt your feelings which girl said no to you at the party what (laughs) happened here how did did you know that you're right alex how did you know that this whole plan would work um i go i go back to that cosmonaut video of how'd you know that superman would come and save amy adams you know i get all of that so alex made a great point um i think with this video um, not this video. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, uh, another, <laughs> another point I, I liked uh, here, Alex. I did notice that you were repeating a lot of points from that cosmonaut video, and I know you watched it. And I know no, I didn't watch it. Be- I
0: didn't watch it before this.
2: No. Well, well listen. All, all I'm saying is, no, I'm not saying you watched it before this, but I know you watched it. But all, all I'm saying is, I heard a lot of the points that he made uh, coming into your argument, which I'd never heard from before that video when you and I were talking about BBS. Just saying. Just saying, okay? Um, another point I would say, um, Alex has had a great point on connecting with characters. I get it if you didn't connect with Superman or you didn't connect with whoever or Batman. or You know, I, I get that. And I guess the, one of the points of a superhero is for us to connect with, with said superhero. I guess a lot of people can connect with a Black Panther. A lot of people can connect with the Aquaman. A lot of people can connect with the, even a Harley Quinn because, you know, abuse and whatnot. So, and it's a great point. At the end of the day, I do think I do I do think Amanda made a lot lot more points than Alex. Alex, you kind of was repeating yourself in in segments and whatnot. Um, But I think you both at, at the end at the end of the day, I think both of you guys made really really valid points on why you either love or hate. Uh, BVS. I thought this was a great show. I'm really happy with how it turned out. Um, I thought I'm really happy that, at how civil it was. <laughs> a lot of people at the end of the day are going to be like, ah, what the fuck is that? They didn't fight! You know, but um, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, whatever. You know, I, I like I liked, I liked having discussions with my friends. Um, and I know when, when Hannah and I come on this bad boy, and we talk about Far From Home, and I'm going to just going to rip it to pieces, and she's going to, you know, tell me why she loves it. I know we're probably going to yell at each other because that's what we do all the time. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, civil discussions are very nice. So I do want to thank the show. Uh I, I, oh, wow, I do want to thank you both for coming <laughs> on this show. Um and yeah uh Amanda's gonna be joining me again and maybe like really really soon actually to talk about to talk about promising young woman. Uh, Dude, myself,
0: oh I Hannah. still haven't seen it. Yeah, ah, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's playing it's playing at AMC next week on, on the twenty third but
1: like, oh. but like, I might have to work. I'm like, ah, Colin's <laughs> sick. Mean, Colin's they sick. They won't want you at work, man. If you say you're <laughs> sick, they don't want you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> man, that's a great point. Just say you're sick or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 it's been really hard. That's been like that's that's probably one of the hardest like situations I've had with a screener. Have been with promising yeah. young women because yeah. it's been a disaster. I remember, oof. I'm gonna, I, it's crazy a story about, about us and promising Young Woman, but I'll save that for us, I guess. Um, yeah. With that being said, um, I thank you guys all for joining us and listening to today's, uh, the first episode of Love, Hate. Uh, I'm not sure what the next episode is going to be as far as what movie. It might be uh, Tros with uh, Kayla and Pat, or like a tag team with uh, Kayla, um, who, Kayla, Leo, uh, Pat and Alex, because I know y'all both love it for whatever reason. I, I don't um, love
0: it, I just like it
2: whatever um cool. anyway, uh, yeah so I, I do appreciate you guys all for joining us i'll let i'll let um you guys give your plugs in uh, i'll start with Mana. let everyone know when they can follow you and what's coming up up, your, up on your website
1: yeah well thanks for having me i always love talking about bvs um so you guys can find me on twitter letterboxd and instagram at amxnda reviews um i have Plenty of reviews coming up. I'm actually a little behind, so I think I'm just gonna like throw everything up <laughs> uh, very soon, and hopefully get some YouTube reviews out there over at Candid Cinema on YouTube, and my website is candidxcinema.com. So yeah, just plenty of reviews. Oscar season's been piling up, and I'm stressing about oh, my, my year-end like yeah. recap yeah. and oh. doing my top ten that's, or
0: my top ten. you know what. I'll say I'll say this about 2020. I'm kind. As much as I shouldn't say that I'm happy that we kind of had like a shit situation. In a way, the way it has shaped my top 10, I'm kind of happy that I didn't put like all blockbusters on there because that kind of tends to happen with me. So. Yeah, you yeah. kind of. I
2: guess I guess this year forced you to watch like indie movies. I have to <laughs> I have to force you all the time. Like the of, to-
1: yeah, the list of indies are just like it's insane how much yeah. I watch this year. Too,
0: yeah. So.
2: Um, all right, and Alex, let everyone know they can follow you. What's coming up to your uh, YouTube channel? Uh,
0: you can f- uh, follow me. My official website, Alex Madden Movies, All of my social media links are there. I just did a review for Home Alone. That's up uh, tomorrow. Uh, I there. They say it's a virtual world premiere. I have no idea if it's a world premiere, but I'm seeing Wonder Woman 1984 tomorrow. Woo! Yeah. So <laughs> I'm really excited to check that out. I. I Honestly don't know if it is a world premiere like I know Are you cool going
2: you're going to the theater right I told Brett this morning you're going to yeah. the theater yeah, because
0: okay, yeah. It, yeah, it's it says it's at six o'clock. So I'm like, oh, maybe they're because oh. usually they start at seven. So I'm like, oh, maybe they're doing like an hour of like red carpet before or something if it's a virtual premiere. Uh, oh, so,
2: you're gonna be so disappointed. I man. know. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, yes. Oh, <laughs> I keep telling you it's not. I Gal Gadot is not gonna be in Boston, Alex. I promise. <laughs> ain't coming I to Boston.
0: Are you I kidding know. me? I know. I wish. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then so I got that. Um, I'm gonna be seeing Monster Hunter on Thursday, uh, Mandalorian season two review Friday, and I'm gonna try and get Ma Rainey's Black Bottom up on Friday as well.
2: Is that coming out Friday?
0: Yeah, okay. it comes out Friday. I'm
2: so behind. I'm so. I don't know if everyone, if if you guys saw my tweet as far as like how much I have to watch before my year end stuff, but this is a disaster. Dude, and then and I still, so- I, I still gotta do like,
0: I still gotta do Ryan O'Toole's thing too, where it's like I got. It's- like- I got like twenty more. I gotta
2: watch for that. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing any type types of collabs. Like as far as December goes, it's just like I have to watch. So I I got through like five movies yesterday. I'm very proud of myself for doing, but I mean, this is this is this is rough for content creators at the end of the year because yeah. we still have to do. Amanda, this is going to be your first year with doing our uh, helping us decide our nominations for the uh, Cinemania World Awards.
0: Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about.
2: That. And, like that's around the a- corner too, and I'm just fuck. I wanted to watch Nomadland before I did all of that, but I I tried. I reached out again today. There's no way I'm going to watch that movie. I
0: can't. It's yeah, trash. I was to say I don't think I. I'm gonna trash. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> at, least,
2: yeah. at
1: least,
2: at least I saw Minority and all that stuff. But yeah, see,
1: that's the only one I haven't seen. And
2: yeah, I'm yeah.
0: yeah, I'm still
2: gonna watch that too. Yeah, so yeah. It's, um, I'll i hook y'all up. But uh, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> that being said, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. You can follow me on Twitter at Timaniac94. Um, hopefully you like this show, and we, we if you liked it, and we get a lot of uh, good numbers on it. I feel like we will just because the title alone, BBS, just mm-hmm. causes so much people to just flock. To uh, ah, what the fuck are they saying? Especially,
0: especially where the first movie has verses in the title that we're talking about.
2: Yes, (laughs) yeah. Um, So hopefully, uh, you guys all enjoyed this. Um, Sorry, you didn't get you didn't get a blow for blow fight and battle like the ending of BVS. But hey, I really enjoy. I'm really proud of this episode. Um, I really appreciate uh, Amanda and Alex for being respectful with one another. Um, Listen, I'm I'm saying this right now because I know Hannah and I are just gonna just yell at each other, and I'm here.
0: That might, that might happen uh, with me
2: with Star Wars, <laughs> honestly. No, we'll see. Um, with that being said, everyone, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne, that was Alex, and that was Amanda. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.